before we get to our show, I have an ask of you, the listener. If you're new to us, or you've enjoyed us for over the last four plus years and have gotten value out of listening, whether that be a new place to eat or a conversation that you've enjoyed, please consider sending some value our way. If you'd like to send a monetary amount, you can do so via Venmo or PayPal, and we are at Fatterday Omaha, that's F-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y-O-M-A-H-A. We would appreciate it, and 20% of those funds will go to a food-based program or charity and add value to other people's lives. If you don't have funds to spare, we'd appreciate your time and skills in sharing us on social, recommending us to others, liking them, subscribing to the podcast, or maybe you have awesome skills like graphic design, marketing, or anything else. Email us at FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com. Let's get to our show. This is Dave Zorko with Saturday Omaha, and we're vegging out, looking for the area's greatest diners, drive-ins, and dives. You know, like like the lettuce. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. What I'll probably do to start us off is some like amazingly professional introduction. Like, oh, hey, yeah. yeah, this is Dave with Fatterday Omaha, okay. and I am sitting here with Chef Liam Smith and Michaela O'Connor of Modern Love. Liam and Michaela, how are you doing tonight? Got it. Are we on? Yeah, that's it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I oh, you, wow. I thought you were like, you're giving an example. I know. I know. That's okay, great. Wow. No, I had the real it reaction. Was so professional. There it was. I'm there just was. taken away. <laughs> this is perfect. This is perfect. Yes. How are you guys doing? No, we're doing we're good. We're doing great. Yeah, hanging in there. We just got through the holiday season. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Yes. We did um, we did a bit, bunch of catering for Christmas, so we offered, you know, trays of pastas and salads and fried chicken and meatloaf. Yeah. Um, and then we did like a big prefix for New Year's Eve. Awesome. Um, five courses. And now we're doing, uh, you know, January slow. Sure. Generally speaking. So sure. we're doing um, the January value menu. So we're doing nine ninety nine sandwiches for the rest of the month. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. With, a, with a side and a drink. I, I love the January by itself. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> Good way to start the year. Yeah, yeah, that's super cool. So so Liam, you're head chef. Michaela, you are kitchen manager. Yes. I know, uh, Michaela, you, you put in like a 10-hour shift before you were gracious enough to come over and see me. Liam, you mm-hmm. said even on your day off, you're at the restaurant. I, that does not surprise me because oh, restaurant yeah. folks are always at the restaurant even when the doors are locked. So yep. um, yeah. So what, what Michaela, what were you prepping today? Like what was happening there? I was doing our crispy tofu, just oh. on our crispy tofu um, sandwich. You also on the classic Mac. Um, and that we uh, first get tofu, we freeze it, and then we thaw it, and then we marinate it, and then we bread it, and then we fry it. So nice. um, a lot goes into all of our items. Right? Yeah, a lot of prep and, and things. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and so for those that aren't familiar with modern love, so give give me a little bit if you're going to give the, we'll use the cliche, uh, what's the phrase, elevator pitch. There you go. Sure. If you're going to bump into somebody. What do you guys do? Okay, so we're a fully scratch kitchen. We make literally every single thing that we serve in-house, aside from bread, because I'm not a crazy person. Um, <laughs> uh, if we had a bakery, I would totally do bread. That's the only thing that we, like, purchase that's, like, made already. But besides gotcha. that, we make every single, like, we make seven different meats on our menu. We make a bunch of different cheeses on our menu. We make every single sauce from scratch. We make mayo from scratch. We make ranch from scratch. We make our own ketchup. Wow. We really go for it. And and just like Michaela was saying, you know, a lot of things take multiple steps, multiple days, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. It has to marinate for 24 hours, and then it has to be cut, and then it has to be bread. And then yada, yada, yada. 
So it's a whole it's a whole dang thing. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And and not only scratch, but a fully vegan restaurant. Yep. Correct? Right. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So yeah. that's that's so cool. And so um, I've had the the cauliflower wings, which are which are very popular, mm-hmm. um, and then the uh, the mac and shoes, which we'll get into because it sounds like there's a uh, a naming interest there that <laughs> there we is. need to talk about. So that's awesome. Yeah. What's um just kind of a quick um, for those that haven't been there yet. So. Kind of describe the menu because it's it's fun. I think it's a right. lot of fun, and mm-hmm. you guys are putting a lot of attention to detail on what's on the menu. And yeah, just yeah, let me have it. What's what's kind of your take? Well, there? so first and foremost, it's comfort food. Yep. You know, it's yeah. food that makes you feel at home, makes you feel warm, makes you feel very full. Um, I remember being a customer. It was my favorite restaurant before I started at Modern Love, and oh, nice. I just remember you know going in there and being so excited about how many options I could eat because I've been vegan for ten plus years. Oh, right on! Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember going to Modern Love as a customer yeah. and being like, "Well, I need to get three appetizers and two entrees and four desserts. <laughs> I want to try everything." Mm-hmm. You know, right. um, so it, it really is just comfort food, and you know, a lot of people think about vegan food as you know healthy or as salads or as just vegetables. Yeah. You know, we really don't serve that many vegetables at Modern Love. It is heavy at home comfort food. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know, that's that's one thing I really kind of dig about your menu too because especially if you're vegetarian or vegan and you end up at a restaurant that like the only thing on the menu is this sad little iceberg salad. Right. Yeah. And the iceberg salad makes me so sad in my heart because <laughs> the only thing it might do is deliver some dressing to your palate. And that's sure. About it. So and you guys are like throwing in like super flavors and, mm-hmm. and like you said making everything in scratch down to down to the ketchup so that's that's a right. whole nother level of like you know just menu options and availability and somebody can For come sure. in and, and pick anything totally know? so and we always try to keep like our menu very diverse you know we like yeah. to have you know maybe like a mexican influence on part of it Ita- we do we do do a lot of italian um italian influence american influence what yeah. have you you know so we try to keep a very diverse menu i always joke that i'm like Take your taste buds on a journey around the seven seas at Modern Love because <laughs> we have such a diverse menu yeah. of different flavors of different uh, cuisines. Yeah. And that really is the thing. You know, we're trying to craft vegan cuisine mm-hmm. and, you know, replicate all those same experiences and flavors that you would find in, in, in non-vegan cuisine. Yeah. Something like uh, a pasta. You said there's a lot of Italian options on on the menu. Having made some handmade pasta quite often, it's just flour and eggs. Mm -hmm. So what is the vegan take on that? What do you do to make it happen? Well, we don't make our own pasta. Ah, okay. We Disclaimer. Oh, you make your own gnocchi. gnocchi. Mm-hmm. Yes. Awesome. Okay, yeah, good call. Yeah. <laughs> um, so some of our pasta is gluten-free. Uh-huh. We try to keep about half of our menu gluten-free because mm-hmm. um, we do cater to, you know, not only a lot of people that are plant-based or vegan, yeah. but also a lot of people that are gluten-free or have a lot of other dietary restrictions yeah, or sure. allergies. Soy-free, nut-free. Yeah, you know, in addition to half of our regular menu being gluten-free, every time we do a menu change, I print up a separate menu that is soy-free and another separate menu that's nut-free as well. Wow. So that customers, mm-hmm. when they come in, they can feel comfortable that, you know, we are really trying to cater and make it safe for people that do have allergies to eat at Modern Love. Yeah. So when you said when you print up a new menu, how often does the menu change? I should start with that question. Sure. So we do change the menu every season. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition to that, we do run specials, whether it be weekly or monthly or whatever we want, really. Yeah. Sometimes we stick to, you know, a certain... 
cycle in terms of specials, but sure. you know, more often we kind of just do what we want. Yeah. But we do change the menu um, every season, gotcha. and that's not you know a full reboot every season. You know, we always will keep staples. Our mac and shoes will always be on the menu. Gotta our nachos, be. molo will always be on the menu. Alfredo. Our nice. wings will always be on the menu, but we'll change you know the wing sauce. We'll change a couple entrees. We'll switch out some sandwiches. But to to answer the other part of your question, I believe. Uh, every time we do change menus, we always do keep in mind, well, okay, so this item is nut-free, and we might be replacing that nut-free item, so we need to come up with another nut-free item. I see. Or this mm. one's gluten-free, so we need another gluten-free item, so we keep that balance on the menu. Gotcha. What's the collaboration process, or how do those new recipes come into being? You got, like, brainstorming sessions? Are you just cooking for each other? Like, like how does that come about? Well, it's a lot of me and, and Issa Chandra Moskowitz, who's the owner, mm-hmm. okay. who, is, uh, who is a genius and has written 10 plus different vegan cookbooks. She has a new one coming out mm-hmm. next month awesome. called Fake Meat. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, you can pre- pre-order it on Amazon. Uh-huh. Uh, I just worked with her for the last nine months developing those recipes and doing wow. all the pictures. And it was a very fun experience. Um, but she's incredible. That's you know, awesome. a lot of the recipes, you know, from a world-renowned vegan chef who has a database of a gazillion recipes, you know, we have a lot to work with. Got you. But nonetheless, there's a lot of things that, you know, might not work for a restaurant or have to be tweaked for a restaurant. Yeah. Um, So there is a lot of recipe development that goes into every menu change. Dave, rolling in mid-show, we've got Liam Smith and Michaela O'Connor of Modern Love talking vegan eats. You can find them at 3157 Farnham Street in Midtown Omaha. Now, please pass the cauliflower wings. How does the the ingredient procurement process work? I mean, do you, is it pretty easy to find what you need, or are there some things that are maybe like tough? Kitchen manager just gave me a head nod, so yeah, maybe she does all the ordering. <laughs> I used to do some it, and then I hired Michaela for that. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela, what's difficult to get a hold of, or what? What are some of the trickier things? Um, you know, one thing um, that's hard is we use a lot of chickpea miso. Oh. It has a nice, like, cheesiness to it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we ran out of that uh, a couple months ago, and I went to Asian Market. I went to National Grocers, and you can find miso, but it's really hard to find chickpea miso. Yeah. Um, so, we, like, that, and then, you know. We use chickpea miso because it's soy-free. Yeah. Oh, right on. That okay. Way we, you know, have the soy-free option for people. Nice. Yeah, and I prefer it. It's got great flavor. Cool. Um, yeah, and then like we use a lot of vital wheat gluten, obviously uh-huh. with all of our seitan. Um, yeah, we gotta we or, we have several different places we order from to like get the whole collab of all the ingredients. Gotcha. But to that point, you know there are a lot of ingredients that are staples uh, in our recipes that you can't find in in town. You know, sure, um, they have to be special ordered. Like for instance, chickpea miso or vital wheat gluten, which is a component of seitan, which is wheat meat. You can maybe small find like a small amount in a grocery store, but not by restaurant the, size. No, yeah. and then no. by the time you you know buy a bunch of small bags of something, you're spending four times the cost. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Like how much nutritional yeast do you think we go through a week? Oh, we. Uh, I just did the math because I just food costed <laughs> stuff. Uh, it was we go through like twenty pounds. Uh, 20 to 30 pounds of nutritional yeast every week. Oh, yeah. Which, like, you can find in, a, like, a little shaker at Baker's, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. But we ordered 45-pound boxes, <laughs> you know? So if we can, don't have that, then then we don't have a restaurant. Yeah, the little shaker's not <laughs> doing it for you. No. <laughs> right? Not exactly. No doubt. I, I've heard nutritional yeast is really good on popcorn, but I haven't mm-hmm. tried Ooh, yeah, it yet. totally. Yeah. It's, gonna, you can, oh, nutri- it's, it's so yeah. diverse. You can do so much stuff with it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, because it has uh, almost a, a cheese-forward mm-hmm. type. Type, type yeah. flavor, right? Yeah, it's like so, umami, yeah. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. so cool. So 
that's that's fantastic. So the the recipe development there and the supplies have so as as we're talking now, um, the the price of eggs has like skyrocketed mm-hmm. for everybody. Have you guys seen similar ingredient costs like just go through the roof on anything, or has it stayed kind of? Okay, ish. I haven't seen any specific ingredient necessarily skyrocket, uh-huh. except for maybe uh, greens and lettuces yes. over the last couple months. Okay, mm-hmm. but it seems like they have gone back down. But over the last two years, I have seen food costs go up overall by at least twenty five to forty percent. Got you, got you. Wow, and that's that is significant, especially when you're buying forty five pounds of nutritional yeast or whatever you need. Yeah. So exactly, <laughs> yeah. So it's tricky. So you said you were eating at Modern Love before mm-hmm. you started cooking there. Now, uh, are you chef by trade, or what got you into the business, and how did you land at Modern Love? Well, when I first went to school, I went to culinary school. Nice. Okay. For like a semester and a half. I'm like a smart person, but I'm I've never been like good at school. Sure. Like I don't want to like do like your assignments. I don't want to fill out your worksheets. Right. <laughs> I don't want to like respond to other people's comments on the online thing. Just teach um, me to cook. Yeah. But I sure. loved like the lab class, you know. Sure. Uh, like the eight hour hands on. Love that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then I got to the point where they're like, you know, here's a chicken body, like take it apart, and I was like, yeah, you know, this. Uh, and I was vegetarian at the time, not oh, vegan, so as a matter of fact, like, yeah. but nonetheless. I was like, you know, this really isn't, I don't think this is really for me. Yeah, that's fair. But so I still love to cook. I cooked all the time at home. Um, Once Modern Love opened, um, it was actually a very serendipitous moment because I had gone vegan about a year prior. Uh I went to the bookstore and bought a vegan cookbook called The Veganomicon by Issa Chandra Moskowitz. Right on. A year later, I hear that there's a vegan restaurant opening up in Omaha. And I was like, how cool. And then I realized it was the person that wrote the cookbook that I've been using at home how to cool. like become vegan. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, and I've done a bunch of bartending and, 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 and serving in the meantime or whatever. And yeah. I ended up applying at Modern Love just to be a prep cook. I was bartending full time, but I was like, you know what? I really love cooking. I would love to be in that kitchen, especially in a vegan kitchen. How oh, yeah. cool. And, how, and for Issa, who's like my idol and I have her cookbooks and I think she's so cool. Right. Uh, I applied as a prep cook for a couple of days a week, and within two months, she had asked me personally to become the sous chef. Wow. Uh, and then within a year, I was head chef, and I've been head chef for three years now. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you're, you're boy, the, the love in modern love there is pretty appropriate because, of, mm-hmm. you know, the author, the cuisine you decided to cook for, mm-hmm. and just you love their food beforehand and everything just all together. That's awesome. Yeah. Michaela, how about you? What, uh, what got you into food, and, and how did you end up at modern love? I've been cooking for uh, several years now and graduated culinary school um, almost two years ago. Um, and I was working at a restaurant and was ready to make a change. And I had a coworker who worked at Modern Love. Okay. And I had freaking Modern Love many times and was obsessed with the Mott's balls. Yeah. Um, tr- like very much wanted to learn how to make them. I think and she means mozzarella balls, oh, not yes. not matzo balls. Just to clarify, <laughs> uh, we call it just mozz. Um, yeah, mozzarella balls. Um, and I was looking to make a restaurant change, and my friend worked there, and I was like, "Are you guys have any prep strips open? Because I am obsessed with those, and I really want to learn how to make them." That's so cool. um, I came and started working prep there, and then learned how to make the mozz balls, which I like. Are you have to try them? They're so good. Um, and then um, after a couple months, took the kitchen manager position and transitioned uh, full-time to Modern Love and been there about two years. I'm actually not a vegan. Right on. Um, so it's not just for vegans, for sure. Like, there yeah. is just 
you know, uh, so many things that we cook with that, like, just give as much umami as as meat. Like, we have tomato paste, tamari, miso, everything. So it's just you're not missing out on anything by it, it being a vegan place at all. It's, it's just for, a it's cool way to think about food. Yeah. You know, no. it's just, like, it's, it's, it's fun. Like, from a fundamental basis, it's just, like, right. it's very interesting to me, but I am a vegan, so I'm probably biased. But it's cool to hear from a non-vegan that like oh, yeah. it is just a fundamentally cool way to think oh, about completely. cooking. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and that's that's what I like about it too because the, you're you're putting the you know the the chefiness that needs to be put in there again. So you're not just ending up here's a here's a salad. Like there's not I, I doubt there's just <laughs> a salad mm-hmm. on the menu, right? No. Like everything's super fun. And and you've brought up some dishes that that I haven't got a chance to mm-hmm. try there yet. So I'm excited to to check some of these out. So, um, but yeah, you're just p- putting the the different flavors in there. And Michaela, from from your perspective, then too. So coming in as a non-vegan, are you working to you know, replicate what what you're familiar with in a in a non-vegan flavor in the vegan version, or is it just creating a new vegan dish, or maybe a little bit of both, or you know, how what's the thoughts? Kind I of would there? say a little bit of both. Uh-huh. Like you definitely want to, if you're going to call it like we will you know call some something a chickpea parm. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be like a chicken parmesan. We want to get like kind of close. Yeah. But it is, you know, going to be different and I think that like some ways like our chickpea parm is like a rolled out fried um chickpea patty and I like prefer that to a normal chicken parmesan. Um there's a lot of things that I prefer uh the non-vegan version of that we do um yeah. now. So it is a nice little happy marriage of of both of imitation but then adding our own spin on it and you know instead of just adding ground beef to something we're adding like seven different ingredients to get all those different flavors and umami to it thanks for being part of our show with kitchen manager michaela o'connor and head chef liam smith of modern love at 3157 farnham street we're about to take a message break and we'll be back faster than a corned beet reuben Is that a good time measurement? Quick break and a note that if you'd like to support our show, you can do so via Venmo or PayPal with the handle at Fatterday Omaha. That's F-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y-O-M-A-H-A. And if money isn't the thing, but you have talents or time you can lend our way, just shoot us an email at FatterdayOmaha at gmail.com or share and interact with us on social and help us grow. Back to the show. Welcome back to Fatterday Omaha. Dave Zorko here, and today we're talking vegan eats with head chef Liam Smith and kitchen manager Michaela O'Connor of Modern Love at 3157 Farnham Street. Let's get back to it. Let's just talk about the mac and cheese. Let's just do it because <laughs> I, I have a feeling there's some some richness uh, involved in there. So tell me about the mac and cheese and also... The mac and shrews? <laughs> <laughs> well, so people always mistakenly call it mac and shrews or mac and shrooms. Um, I don't know if they quite get the pun, but we've stuck with it and we'll and we'll die with it. <laughs> but it's but it's mac and shoes, S H E W S, as in the end of the word cashews, cashew. because it's cashew cheese. Is, yes, is the mm. is the the joke. I know. Hold your hold your applause. <laughs> um, 
but but that's that's the thing there. They people always call it shrooms. There's not mushrooms in it, and they people always call it shrews. And there's definitely not rodents in it. <laughs> Certainly not. Definitely not vegan. No, if you've ever not exactly. <laughs> no, but the mac and shoes is uh, probably our 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 biggest staple dish. You know, and we have three different versions on the menu, um, and we've done different versions in the past. Over um, the pandemic, when we were takeout only we did like a build your own situation you yeah know, where people could do whatever toppings they want and just have the base of it um isa always jokes that um she put the mac and shoes on the menu when she first opened the restaurant and she's like and now we're at a mac and cheese restaurant <laughs> <laughs> like it can't go away people order it too much yeah i, I mean it is kind of the hallmark of of comfort mm-hmm. food mac and cheese is, absolutely is where you know just just square right in there and mm-hmm. actually that's um pandemic is where i really first encountered that i think i did do a build my own and mm-hmm. i think i actually did mac and shoes with shrooms so i guess it was shoes and shrooms. Oh, I, I think yeah like a slice, okay. slice, <laughs> nice yeah mushroom or something oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so um and, and that was actually one of the things I wanted to touch on real quick. So Liam, you you said you've been there three ish years? I've been there for four years now. Four. So a little bit before the pandemic? Yes. I started um in twenty nineteen okay. of March of that year, I believe. Okay, so you had about one full year before yes. everything. And then went. I became head chef right as soon as the pandemic started. Oh, so geez. that was kind of a whirlwind. Wow. Yeah. And, and Michaela, I'm sorry, how long have you been there now? Uh, almost two years. Almost two years. Okay. So after then. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that uh, Modern Love took a pretty quick uh, action pivot mm-hmm. um, and said, hey, we're going to lock the doors for the moment. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, and then you did the curbside contactless mm-hmm. delivery. And I know I really appreciated that when, like, nobody knew what the heck was going on or, right. or what's, you know, but it was still cool because you could pull in, park right in front of Modern Love, yep. and you'd set the, the thing right on the hood of the car, and then wham, you know, good to go. And that's that's actually was my, my first experience with uh, the, the Mac and Shoes to go. So mm-hmm. and Yeah, we definitely tried to do our best during that during that time. Uh, but it was funny for the for the curbside pickup, we had like a map of um, different uh, car manufacturer logos because, you know, we're restaurant people. We don't necessarily know cars. On, yeah, sure. You know, so you'd be like, okay, what's what car are you driving so we can bring your food out? So we had like a little map of like, this is what the symbol looks like for Toyota. <laughs> nice. This is what the symbol looks like for Ford or whatever <laughs> other car brands exist. Um, so we, we, we try to make that foolproof for people. But um, yeah. But no, we did. Um, we were closed, I think, longer than any other restaurant in Omaha uh, for the pan- during the, the worst of the pandemic. Um, you know, but yeah. And I feel like, you know, to an extent we were, you know, community leaders during that time. And, and I'm, you know, I'm proud of that. Um, you know, we just did what we felt like was right for our community and for, for to keep our staff safe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think the, you know, the restaurant community around Omaha as a whole, I think, you know, restaurants did what they thought was best with the situation mm-hmm. and, and those t- kind of things. It was a really rough deal. And, oh, and it's hard. You know, I mean, I mean, it's hard to be like, you know, let's close the doors and make less money when, you know, running a restaurant, the margins are so small as they are. You know, it was right. kind of like sink or swim scary times for everybody yeah. in the industry. Yeah. And then, you know, and it still is. Oh, for, for sure. <laughs> and then, you know, well, now you got costs and supply chains and everything. Right. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, Liam, so your background, you said you were a bartender for a long time too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times, 
I, I think, you know, folks get in the hospitality and service industry because they like that interaction with people and putting a smile on somebody's face and those mm-hmm. things. And so you've locked your door. Now you can't you see, see anybody's yeah. face anymore. Mm-hmm. Was that kind of a, a hard uh, adjustment not to see the tables full with Yeah, with it was because, you know, our, and our dining room turned into a storage warehouse, you know, because oh, we, yeah. we had well, to-go boxes. We needed all this, you know, to-go supplies. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the, literally the dining room, we put all the tables to the side. We just had boxes stacked up, organized different places for our different, you know, to-go supplies needs um yeah um but we made it work you did we, you know we opened for lunch we had you know we had a good time doing it we you know we had fun and kept everybody safe and, and yeah and made it work to some extent yeah so now that we're farther past that situation how are things now the, the dining room bounced back and and things doing well and mm-hmm. The dining room has totally bounced back. Awesome. Um, and it's great, actually, because we did garner, I mean, it was probably, you know, the same following, but we garnered so much to-go business during the pandemic. Sure. And, you know, we, we again, we kept our doors closed for for a decent amount of time and, yeah. and kept that to-go business. And at this point, our business is, like, literally still half, half to-go's. You know, oh, so to-go has maintained. Absolutely. Mm, yeah, very nice. Totally. You know, so that plus, you know, people dining in now, it's great. That's awesome. And, and so through the, the process of doing all to go were there any changes that you made to either the the menu or how you packed things or anything was was there anything that you learned during that process that maybe you did differently than when you would just serve it on a plate and put yes, it on a there table was, we definitely had to make some adjust, adjustments so we definitely changed the menu and streamlined things more you know what's going to travel well you know or yeah. then, you know then we had to like figure out you know what box is going to make a fry be good 30 minutes later which is a which is kind of an uphill battle and they're yeah. fried you know? sure. that's hard with any yeah for sure anything especially anything fried you know you put it in a box it's going to start steaming right you know by the time you get it it's not going to necessarily be that crispy right mm-hmm. um you know but i think you know people know what they're getting into for the most part sure but it was a challenge you know you know there's so much presentation that goes into a lot of our food you know mm-hmm. in addition to thinking about every level of flavor and texture you know, it's just as important for us for every single dish to be beautiful, right? Um, and look beautiful on a plate. So that kind of all had to go to the wayside because now you know we're putting it into a in box. A box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did, did, and good did luck that from did there. That hurt a little bit that you couldn't really like plate it. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. I remember when we finally got plates back. I was so happy to plate stuff again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the menu as it sits now. So we're, we're it's pretty cold as we're, as we're talking here, and there's there's snow in the forecast. Depending mm-hmm. when uh, folks listen to this, but has the menu recently shifted or is shifting seasonally soon or like when 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 does that happen? What? Um. It does. It does depend on the season because you know we're not going to have right now. We're running pot pies. That's not going to make sense for spring. You know, sure. people don't want pot pie once it's warm outside. Fair enough. Um, fair enough. I'm probably going to keep this menu till February, and okay. then we'll probably switch a couple things up. We'll probably bring back like our chimichanga, or maybe Ooh. do like a curry or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we'll switch out a couple entrees in the next couple weeks, That's, and then yeah. once spring comes back, we'll do like a bigger menu change. Cool. cool. And we do um, like a soup of the week. Pretty much all through mm-hmm. winter. Totally. Nice. Or if we have, you know, extra stuff, we'll make something fun with it. Right now we're doing a mock rib. Oh, um, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha. Play on a, f- a famous uh, fast food restaurant. I don't uh, want yes, to get a pre-pressed, <laughs> reoccurring item. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get another cease and desist. <laughs> Wait, another? What, what, what was the first one? <laughs> 
We've done lots of plays on fast food, and we may have received a season assist in the past. So we we tweak <laughs> how we phrase things. Um, we do have a vegan Crunchwrap Supreme on the menu, but it's a vegan Crunchwrap Supreme, um, and we're doing a mock rib right now. Uh-huh. We also just did the big mock, which oh, nice. is a double layer burger with fancy sauce, onions, and pickles, and yeah. shrimp lettuce. It was fairly yummy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now we're doing the mock rib. Um, so you know, in addition, and it's funny because. You know, I was just planning a fancy five-course prefix, and now I'm making mock ribs. <laughs> you know, so we have a lot of we. You know, we play with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. That's. I feel like a a fast food inspired tasting menu might be like. An <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. totally. Kind of thing. That might be cool. Right. Know, so. Yeah, and that you know that, that's what people want sometimes, or, or other mm-hmm. times they want to come in for handmade gnocchi. You know, and we do both. <laughs> right, right. Right. Oh yeah. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned the gnocchi. So Michaela, you said that. Uh, so those are made in house, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing you're making some. Of those so yes. so without giving away any modern love like trade secrets what what goes into your gnocchi potatoes <laughs> that's good like, when's the last time I made it um potatoes yes I mean the gnocchi we don't mess with it too much are these potatoes it is straightforward flour. I guess but the key with gnocchi is just not to overwork it yeah that's really important you're not and making bread right because they need to be nice and light light yeah and yeah. Yeah. yeah that's awesome that's yeah, awesome. but we don't necessarily have an egg replacement in that one. No, we don't use egg at all in that. We just—it's just oil, potatoes, flour, salt, just good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, awesome. Do you have a favorite dish on the menu that you that you really dig or that you like preparing? I love all of our cheese replacements are really fun because we do like um, we use like agar agar and. Um, some other stuff to like get the right texture we do like our cheddar cheese and like a um, loaf pan and then we it's like sliceable and you can put on the burgers anything oh, cool. that is the cheeses are really fun to make we like blend them and then cook them on the stove and like have them set um they're 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 fun to make that's awesome oh can i can i ask you a vegan chefy question so um and and feel free to decline but <laughs> so um Using agar agar as a replacement for like jello or gelatin, mm-hmm. are there any good tricks on on working with that? The reason I ask that is uh, my wife has a longstanding family recipe that involves green jello and some other things that kind of makes a, a fluff. And so we have a relative that you know doesn't eat meat. And for those that don't know, jello uh, is not vegan or vegetarian. No. So, but uh, we found a substitute recipe working with agar agar uh, to, oh, cool. to do that. And I was just kind of curious if you just had any tips for like, if you need to make a jello type thing at home, can, can you save the world out there from um, doing that? And if not, that's okay too. I was just curious. I totally didn't prep them for this question. No, it just I, came to me because you said agar I know. Agar, yeah, so. usually um, with the agar agar that we use is all with cashew stuff. So you have to like the pro tip with that is that cashew burns really easily. So oh. you have to continuously stir it the entire time and just take it to a certain heat. Um, I've never done Jello, but Liam, have you done Jello before? I've not, but I've done I've done like um, I've done like mousse with agar agar, which is mm. a similar texture. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the really the trick with agar agar is you have to let it bloom, mm-hmm. so okay. it has to be it has to be bloomed in some sort of liquid or oil at like a low heat for yeah. an amount of time, and then mixed into what you're making. Oh, okay. Um, and especially in that context, making a Jello, you would have to bloom it first, and then mix it with whatever other liquid and sugar ingredients you might be using. Gotcha. Um, 
But a lot of times you can just mix it in with, for instance, like our mozzarella cheese is cashew and salt and, and vegan yogurt and agar agar. In that scenario, we just mix it right in and then we cook it. And during that yep. cooking process is what blooms it. Ah. And really what activates agar is once it gets cold, it activates. Mm. Oh, interesting. So you have to bloom it with heat and then the cold makes it set. Dave here. Hope you're enjoying our show about the eats at Modern Love with kitchen manager Michaela O'Connor and head chef Liam Smith. You can find them at 3157 Farnham Street. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. And if you missed anything, don't forget to check out our podcast on your favorite provider. I mean, my goodness, the the amount of you know chef skill and science and knowledge that that has to go into, okay, we want to make wings or we want to make a burger what and you're ha- you're having to take that knowledge and then formulate that into something that turns out the way you want it to because you're not just going to go out and find mac and shoes you know it's just not right. you're, you're not going to get that from you know US foods or whoever like you you got to you got to make that and especially because you're doing everything from scratch then you really have to have a good palate for balance and mm-hmm. and texture texture is one of those things too if you're trying to make the the, the big mock or the mock rib or whichever one of those things were mm-hmm. you, you want it to eat like the original inspiration or close to as you can absolutely so, yeah 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 so it's not just you know about finding that's the balance of flavors um a big part of everything is texture yeah you know specifically like with the cheeses you know we have we have hard cheeses we have soft cheeses we mm-hmm. have cheeses that are spreadable um and we we achieve all those textures with different means you know uh we have you know we have cheese sauce but then we have feta that you can crumble apart mm-hmm. we have hard cheddar that you can slice and melt on a on a burger patty that we you know make in house again all you know all through different processes because you're doing everything from scratch, so, and you're making all the cheeses from scratch as That's well. That's correct. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I have a feeling there's more than just you two at the restaurant because I think they're kind of <laughs> <happy. laughs> there. Yeah. Absolutely is. Yes. So, I, like, how big is the staff, and what is the 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 process of producing things like a cheese? Because you're not. That's not something you're just whipping up right before service, right? There's no. a lot of prep and things. And it's not, it's you set. know, it's not <laughs> yeah. go bag a go grab a bag of mozzarella, you know. It's right. like, oh, we have to spend an hour to make that first. Yeah. Describe that a little bit. How's that how does your team work there? We have two prep shifts, prep people every day and we need yeah. it. <laughs> so yes. they're like seven so, to three, two people mm-hmm. doing prep the entire time. Sometimes every three day. People. Yeah, on the weekends. Yeah, our prep game is insane. Yeah, it's more prep than I've ever seen at a restaurant. It's a lot. Um, wow. You know, we, we don't open until four on weekdays. Uh, uh-huh. Saturday, Sunday, we're open for brunch at 10 a.m. Okay. Uh, we close at nine every day of the week. Uh, but weekdays, we're not open until four. Um, but we do have two to three people in the kitchen at 7 a.m. every single day of the week. Yeah. Uh, each, you know, prep eight to ten different items um, just wow. so that we can have a service. You know, we need all of those components. We need all those cheeses. We need all those meats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need all those sauces, all those dressings, everything, you know, and it's all made and we use it up real quick. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Dang, we just made this. So, uh, <laughs> it just got here. Now it's all gone. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, so you mentioned brunch. I, I, what's, what's on the brunch menu? I, I haven't uh, had brunch there. So, um, so we have eggs Benedict on the brunch menu. Yes. We have uh, we do a vegan breakfast Crunchwrap Supreme on the menu, which is mm. probably our top brunch seller. Nice. Um, we do uh, we do chicken and waffles. Uh, we've done like biscuits and gravy in the past. We've done um, 
mod mod mock muffins nice. in the past. <laughs> a theme we can't stay we cannot stay away from the fast food stuff. It's what the people it's, want. It Give is. it to them. Yeah. Give it to the people. Um, but so you know, like for like the eggs Benedict, we like we make our own hollandaise sauce with cashews. Awesome. Um, we and then we make egg patties for the egg. Uh, we smoke tomatoes for like the ham Ooh, element. Yeah, um, that's a umami bomb, right? Exactly. Yeah. Smoked tomatoes is probably my favorite thing. Oh, oh, it's so good. Yeah, but yeah, we do a lot of smoking. Yeah, eggs Benedict is amazing. I would take a smoked tomato over so Canadian bacon yeah. any day. Well, especially yeah. if you, I mean, if you get a really good tomato too, you know, because because oh, yeah. you end up with like you know you go to the grocery store and you end up with one of those ones that's kind of like pink and kind of mealy. Clear. Oh yeah, yeah. The and worst. then you get like a real like heirloom yeah. tomato and you're like, oh, this is where tomatoes are supposed to exactly. be. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do they even bother with the others? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So so the the vegan crunch wrap. I, I'll just make sure I get that so we don't get in any trouble with it. <laughs> no, I think uh, problems there. So what's the what's the tortilla like or or you know the wrap? What's mm-hmm. How is that made, or what's what's it made out of? So it's a 14-inch flour tortilla. Day one. <laughs> uh, and then we make our own uh, seitan carnitas. Oh, cool. So mm-hmm. we uh, we shave our house seitan, uh, sear it off with, uh, you know, taco seasoning um, on the flat top so it's nice and browned and yummy and some, like, lime juice in there for yeah. that, like, citrus uh, and then it has tofu scramble, so like that's like our eggs, uh, like our scrambled egg. Yeah. So it's like uh, ground up tofu, and it has like kala namak, which is mm-hmm. black salt, which has like oh. a sulfuric eggy flavor to yeah. it. Oh. So that's really like where like the egginess comes through. Oh, cool. And then there's like turmeric and garlic powder, onion powder. Um, so it's got the scramble, and then it has uh, cashew pepper jack because we also make pepper jack in house. My gosh. Uh huh. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, and then it has like a crispy tostada, and then lettuce and tomato uh, pico de gallo. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So, so the uh, you know a lot of times people are like, oh, I can't eat vegetarian. I can't be vegan because there's no protein. So dispel that myth once and for all. On yeah, the that's protein. very silly. Um. There's a lot of misconceptions. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we can fit. Let, let's 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 go there. So, what are some things that you hear that that you are more than willing to be like? Psh, modern love has got you covered, and here's why. And and you know, right. kind of here's the deal there. Well, there's protein in seitan for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it's vital B gluten is, is literally like protein packed, high protein flour. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been vegan for ten years, and I've had an annual physical every year and done blood work and I've never been protein deficient. Yeah, you look like you're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Nobody's I mean, and following. I don't like I don't like count my macros or whatever that is or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. But I just eat, you know, vegan food and I've mm. never had a protein issue. I think that that's a, a full myth. Um, you know, you don't necessarily need to eat flesh to get protein. Animals get protein from vegetables sure. in the first place. You know, it's just it's kind of a roundabout way to get the protein. If you can just eat the vegetables or the other plant-based products in the first place and get the protein. Yeah, that's awesome. Any any other uh, myths that you bump into or anything like that that you're like, mm, nah? I think people just, for some reason, can't understand it. Maybe it's just we're in Nebraska meat and potatoes. But I've had, you know, family members be like, Oh, you work at a vegan restaurant. So like, what, what, what do you cook with? What, what food do you use? <laughs> and you're yeah. like, if you, I'm like, you have no if idea. You, yeah, if <laughs> you, you only knew. Only knew. You can't think of anything besides meat and right. eggs. And yeah. Like, you, we all love potatoes. Those are vegan. Right. And I, yeah. I just yeah. think that's like a fried potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but I just think that's such like a limited, sad way to view food, you know? If, right? Like, you There's so only... many different things. Yeah. 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 Well, and I, I think, though, you know, because Modern Love got its start in Omaha, yes. And then there's another one in New York. And then we have a sister Brooklyn. restaurant in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. Which is where Isa is from. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So she's she's holding it down there in, in Brooklyn. And yes. you guys have it here. But, you know, so, so how long has Modern Love been open total now? We've been open eight and a half years. Um, we were initially in a little teeny tiny spot, um, uh, 50th and Saddle Creek, right next to Olivers. Oh, yeah, um, where Fomaha Dog was that's right correct. after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Churro spot is there yeah. now. Yeah, yes. so okay. like a little tiny 10-table restaurant. Oh, yeah, that's small. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, and that's where I always frequented when I was a customer. Sure. I, I never worked at the smaller spot. I worked mm-hmm. – uh, I started – Shortly after they moved over to the big spot in Midtown, uh, there, yeah, yeah. So now we're at Thirty uh, First and Farnham, yeah, um, in a much bigger space. That's very cool because you know five years is a huge mark for any restaurant, yeah. Um, and then to you know weather the storm of the pandemic and keep going, and um, you know I th- I think the you, Michaela, you're mentioning you know the the palettes around Omaha. I I think in the last. I don't know, five years. Maybe it's been more. But it's been very cool to see the adventurous spirit of Omaha opening up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think seeing Modern Love getting that support for eight years is kind of a, a, a credit to that. Although I'm sure not everybody's like, oh, I'm not going to try the whatever. Or the Just, you know, give it a shot. Try it. I mean, you know, the, the thing is, w- what's nice about this conversation, too, is hopefully people that are listening into this realize the the heart attention to detail and you know because the thing is you guys you know sitting behind the microphones there and your team you want to put something out there that is enjoyable to anyone that walks in the door mm-hmm. absolutely and, you know yeah and Michaela you said you're not vegan you still enjoy the food yes. um you know I do too and I mean honestly I, again I think we had talked maybe right at the beginning that I, I might need some type of almond milk like milkshake like mm-hmm. almond almond milk's really good um mm-hmm. so there's there's lots of things but you're I mean your your mastery of ingredients and seasonings and things like that is really key because if you put out something that is supposed to taste like the description and it tastes nothing like it or it's bland or just completely off-putting you're not going to have those return customers for eight years you know Mm. and you know the majority of our customers are not vegan right on that's very cool you know they just they just like good food but that's that's exactly right you know especially since you know maybe a vegan customer might you know might might be more forgiving if something's not dead on oh sure um but but the point the the reality that most of our customers are not vegan you know they are expecting you know if we're going to call something a vegan chickpea parm then it's got to taste close to it you know yeah um and and i think we do achieve that most of the time Thanks for being part of our show with kitchen manager Michaela O'Connor and head chef Liam Smith of Modern Love at 3157 Farnham Street. We'll be right back. Last stop before the end of the show. If you've got value in your life from our show, be that entertainment, information, or maybe just a laugh, please consider sending value our way via Venmo or PayPal with at Fatterday Omaha. That's F-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. O-M-A-H-A, and 20% of monetary contributions will go to a food-based program or charity. Truly, thank you for listening and all your support. Welcome back to Fatterday Omaha. Dave Zorko here, and today we're talking vegan eats with head chef Liam Smith and kitchen manager Michaela O'Connor of Modern Love at 3157 Farnham Street. And because this is a veggie-focused show... 
I really want to do this again. <laughs> so I will. This is Dave Zorko with Saturday Omaha, and we're vegging out, looking for the area's greatest diners, drive-ins, and dives. You know, like like the lettuce. Let's get back to it. What are some of the dishes that if if somebody is new to modern love or new to vegan food that, you know, they're a little scared, like, I don't even know what to do here. Is there a, a dish or something that you might recommend just like your entry? Like, welcome to Modern Love. Try, I mean, sounds like the mac and shoes is definitely one of those because it's a consistent oh, yeah. seller there. But any other ones on the menu where you're like, man, just try this. Alfredo. I was going to say our Alfredo, yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our Alfredo is it's really good. I mean, it's just it's the it's the most simplest recipe, but it's not it's literally beating Mac the last like year. Like it wow. sells more. And it, it be, it's funny cuz we put the Alfredo on the menu at the beginning of the pandemic as just like a throwaway special like, "Oh, we need something <laughs> that's going to be a special and the world's falling apart. Let's do an Alfredo. <laughs> It'll be it. easy." Yeah. And now it's just it's literally our top seller every wow. single week. <laughs> Wow. Wow. And and that sounds good. I mean, definitely you want to go into the restaurant the, the first time around, I think, so you can experience everything. But that also sounds like something that would travel very nicely as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Noodles mm-hmm. and sauce. So totally. if you're doing some to go, that might work out good. Yeah. And and the the mozzarella, the mozzarella balls sound like. Yes, uh, they're so good. Okay. Yeah. And there is a little scoop of the mozzarella that isn't breaded on the Alfredo. That's right. What? Well. Yeah. Yes. Mozzarella on the Alfredo. So you can try that. Okay. And then you can the add like a chickpea cutlet onto you, the Alfredo. Yeah. Get. We'll yeah. mix everything. Totally. Wow. That sounds fantastic. So this that I think that might have to be the, the next time I stop in. That might have to also be. Also, our nachos, if you haven't had our nachos, they're yes. to die for. Oh, tell me about the nachos. Mm-hmm. So it's a cashew queso. Okay. Uh, corn tortillas, so they're gluten-free. It's also soy-free, as a matter of fact. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we make chorizo out of walnuts. So okay. we grind up walnuts with sun-dried tomatoes and shallots and a little bit of apple cider vinegar and chipotle chili powder and smoked paprika and wow. uh, grind it up to like make like a ground beefy texture yeah mm-hmm. and then bake it off for a little bit of time mm-hmm. um, and then crumble it up uh, so that's the walnut chorizo and then we make our own hot sauce in house with fresno peppers mm-hmm. and red bell peppers it's probably my favorite hot sauce that i've ever had nice uh yeah, and then we do great. We pickle our own onions to put on the nachos. We pickle our own jalapenos to put on the nachos. We and then pico de gallo and guacamole, and and then micro cilantro. I love our micros. So tons of micro cilantro on top. It's so good. Do you guys grow your own microgreens? Or no, or but the... we we get all of our micros from Flavor Country Farms. We okay. also get our um, oyster mushrooms from Flavor Country Farms. Kevin Novak is amazing. Yeah, uh, he's great. His farm. It's it's out in um, Honey Creek, Iowa. Yeah, uh, we've done business with him for a long time. I love him. Um, uh, all of his micros are great. I think I actually bumped so into good. them at the farmer's market in the old market because they had um, – it was almost a mushroom bouquet. It was mm-hmm. all sorts – just these beautiful mushrooms mm-hmm. of different colors so and beautiful. shapes and sizes and things like that and mm-hmm. just the, the care that they're putting into their food. So that that's very yeah, cool. That's they're very awesome. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, as, as we are getting closer to the end of our show, and I, I, mm-hmm. I could talk to you about things like all day, but when you are not eating at Modern Love – where else do you like to eat in Omaha? Um, I mean, my favorites I've gone to for years are like El Basha and Sowing oh, Thai. Yeah. Those right by my house, those are just the years. There's actually so many good places in Bellevue. Like the yeah. Bon Me Shop is oh, amazing. Oh, Bon Me Shop is I awesome. I that episode of you guys. Yeah. Um, El Raypon. El Raypon? I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, El Raypon. Yep, because yeah. they moved from Switch down to Bellevue. Yes, I just yes. went there recently, and they've expanded their menu. And Really? 
Yeah, it, they it, amazing. They have like the El Papito, which is like the size of your head, and I ate in like oh, three awesome. different settings. Um, those are my new favorites. That's awesome. I I love the uh, pabellon from there uh, from El Arapon. Now, oh, what do you yeah. what do you order at El Basha? Because that is a a very varied menu. I get the mezza plate, and then you can just Ooh, yeah. get it fill all. Fill the pita, and just like every bite is different. That's awesome. All right, With and, falafel and, and oh yeah, that's vegetarian as well yeah yeah that's oh, maybe ex- vegan I'm not sure excellent <laughs> application of chickpeas the falafel the delicious oh, so yeah. yeah and then how about how about at Salween maybe basic but I get pad thai there's nothing well, I get pad thai but yeah. I always substitute wide rice noodles instead of the thin ones I like, like the wide rice noodles too yeah you and drunken noodles yes um you can't go wrong with I that. I like the chew on a on a good wide rice noodle because oh, yeah. I I'm kind of addicted to the drunken noodle and padsu is where I where I usually mm-hmm. land at. But uh, and that's you know that's another another dish that's actually good with or without meat. So <laughs> if yeah, somebody's listening totally. and wants to get a vegetarian version or possibly I don't know if they use fish sauce, so you might have to check on that. But um, so good. And Liam, how how about yourself? Um, my favorite restaurants in town, or at least ones I frequent most often, are definitely Crystal Jade. Oh, yeah. Love Crystal Jade. And they have, like, a full vegan menu that's, like, separate from their regular menu, and it has, like, 20 things on it. Very cool. And most often, like, I don't eat at restaurants unless it says vegan on the menu. Like, sure. I, I don't want the guesswork. I want you to put the word vegan on the menu, <laughs> that's and fair. I will eat it. Yes. Um, I also love – I love Blue. Oh, they yeah. They have so many vegan rolls. They have, yeah. like, vegan salmon and vegan tuna. It's so cool, and it's so delicious. Whoa. Okay, okay. So, blowing my mind now. So, I've mm-hmm. never never had a vegan salmon or a vegan tuna. They just so. added the salmon, and it's amazing. Really? Mm-hmm. What's 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 it made out of? Uh, it's made out of bamboo in some scenario. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't specifically know, oh. but there's some crazy work that must go into it. Um, and I know the tuna is made based from tomato. Okay. Um, and oh, like I can find that. smoked. It's so good. They also have like vegan cream cheese. They also have vegan shrimp and like vegan barbecue eggplant eel. Like it's, they just have such cool rolls wow. for vegans. It's, it's awesome. I had no idea. Yeah. That's very, very cool. And actually the, the bamboo that you put that, that's, that's an interesting move there because from a texture standpoint, the mouthfeel kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it really gives you something that's very dense, mm-hmm. so yet yielding at the same time. So, yeah, yeah. I, I go there more often than I should. <laughs> um, but they like they're doing a bunch of like vegan specials for Veganuary as well. Actually, I'm sure that Blue has enough publicity. I'm not trying to <laughs> necessarily. No, that's that's good to get because I mean the thing is I, I'm so glad to to have you guys on the show for a billion different reasons. Mm-hmm. But one of the things is I mean. You know, we're quite often with our show, we're often eating at pretty meat heavy barbecue spots mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, big burgers and things like that. But it's it's awesome to get some diversity of flavors, some diversity of cuisines out there. And what's cool is I'm, I'm hoping somebody that's, you know, listening to this show maybe that hasn't experienced the level of vegan food that Modern Love is doing and, and mm-hmm. that you're, you know, I, I love hearing you talk about all the different spices and, and things that you're putting in there. By the way, you know, all these things too are seasonings and spices and ingredients that are in other dishes as well. So it's, and and you're, you're taking this from a, you know, non- pre-manufactured right. strange ingredient, like these are real good, honest-to-goodness foods that you are then combining into something else so that somebody hears this and is like, oh, that's what it's about. I should go give this a try. Fully from scratch. People are always trying to sell us, you know, like, because, you know, there are some, like, good, like, vegan meat substitutes on the market. Sure. 
people are always trying to sell us that stuff, the like mm. of you know, a pre-made vegan frozen chicken patty, and we always have to be like straight up. We will never have that on our menu. No. We make everything in-house. That's the whole point of the restaurant. Dave here. Hope you're enjoying our show about the eats at Modern Love with kitchen manager Michaela O'Connor and head chef Liam Smith. You can find them at 3157 Farnham Street. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. And if you missed anything, don't forget to check out our podcast on your favorite provider. Um, before we kind of shut her down here, anything else that you'd like to get out there about modern love in general, anything exciting on the menu that uh, we haven't talked about that you want to mention anything at all, really? Well, my favorite thing on the menu right now is our pot pies. Yeah. Um, that probably one of my favorite things that we make period. We make like our own olive oil pastry on Ooh. top and like, and, and hand make each pot pie. They're so yummy. Mm. Um, that's my favorite right now. It's only going to be around for like another week. So get it while it's hot. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, aside from that, I Modern Love is an amazing spot for me. I, I love it so much. I have so much fun. I, you know, the biggest, most important thing for me is making an environment that people can feel happy and fun and safe to work at. And I, I love what I do. And I, mm-hmm. and I hope that there's not an end anytime soon. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, and a big thank you to our team. Everybody works yeah. so hard. And shout out to our sous chef Riley Kaiser, who's amazing and yeah. really holds things down for us. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. How 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 many people are on staff, give or take a little bit? Just in- we've got a staff of about thirty five people. Gotcha. Um, and it's it's about uh, tw- it's fifteen in the kitchen, and then the rest is about front of house. But um, but yeah, we we run a we run a tight ship, and everyone on our team is is absolutely amazing. I just I have a feeling because I. What I love about the the you know the chef to table everything from scratch concept too is the the folks that get into the the restaurant industry or learn cooking or want to be a chef because they love food and they love feeding people and they really love uh, care of the ingredients. I have a feeling that your staff is very passionate because you you get that opportunity to you're not just reheating something in a microwave and like uh, calling it good. Like you, you you're really getting down to the the essence of cooking and being a chef and literally creating something from nothing or, you know, greater sure. than the sum of its parts, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's exciting. You, you, you get get into the, the art of, of food there and creation, which is yeah, really it's, cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to see uh, that acknowledgement sometimes in, in new employees or, or any employee when, you know, when they when you start to see that they are viewing food in the same way that you are is mm-hmm. a really rewarding moment. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. Well, I, I thank you both, uh, Liam and Michaela, for, for mm. being here and yeah. talking with me. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to try the Alfredo, the pot pie, and all of these things. So this <laughs> One is, of the above. This is great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, oh, I better get this out there. If you want to see what is happening at Modern Love, when the menu is changing, What's going on? Where are the best places to keep an eye on Modern Love so you know what the has So are. definitely follow us on Instagram, yes. um, at Modern Love Omaha. Um, we we spend like two hours every single week doing photo shoots. We post so oh, many yeah. pictures. I it's think a we, good Instagram. I mean, not awesome. to our own home, Bahorn, but I'm pretty sure yeah, we post good. pictures more than any other restaurant in Omaha. We like really go for it and style our food. Like I Liam have so much fun doing that. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, check us out on Instagram for sure. We also have a Facebook, Modern Love Omaha, mm-hmm. um, and we post we post every other day. Perfect. So you'll see everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right. Well. 
Michaela, Liam, Liam, Michaela, thank you both so much. Like seriously, thank you for spending yeah, of your course. time. Yeah, thank on, you. Yeah, like on your as as these shows usually do when you have time on your quote unquote day off, even though you've been working, you already did ten hours day, and Liam, you're at the restaurant. I, I just truly appreciate you guys, and yeah. thank you for thanks being for having us. Yeah, and thanks for being part of the Omaha scene of the show. And totally, we'll, uh, we'll sign it off there, and I'll say I'm Dave with Saturday Omaha, and uh, until we eat again, stay hungry. Bye bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Saturday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, as well as email saturdayomaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this. Hi, Dad.